Welcome to the Sub Pop Cult Podcast. I'm your host, Michael McGruther. Winter is here, and it's not the winter that the left expected. It's the winter that they cultivated by installing Joe Biden as President of the United States. The revelation that is clear to all of us is that the government is not run by those we elect, but instead it is run by a symphony of like-minded people who have their tentacles in both sides of the political divide. The left and the right are both corporate iterations of the federal government, and they are used to keep us divided and separate from each other. They are used to inflate one side and pit it against the other. I will say this often because it is quickly forgotten. The left is diabolical. It knows how to make you forget things almost instantly by switching the subject. Focus is very difficult. I came across a fascinating quote this week from Carl Jung. It said, Thinking is difficult, so most people judge instead. That's a paraphrase. But do me a favor and think about that for a second. What happens in the culture? What does the corporate culture exceed at? They exceed at reaching the lowest common denominator and then giving them something to judge. Where the right is always saying, think, think about this, think about that, think about the details, think, think, think. And it's hard work. And very few people have time to sit and do the deep dives that it takes to think through the problems we have and the political narrative that divides us. I can't tell you how many times I'm using some piece of software and the company decides to switch a bunch of features and you have to go back and redo and relearn and sometimes reinstall and update and mess around with for hours this new way that the software is going to operate. This is the exact same thing that happens in political narrative. We're programmed with bad information. It sort of works for for us in our in our entertaining little ways that we don't realize we're being manipulated. We think we're participating in something that's going to change the future. And then what happens? We get new programming, updated programming, and everyone has to relearn. So there's really not a lot of time to sit and think unless you are somebody who has been fortunate enough to be in a position like myself, where I kid you not, I spent at least 13 years daydreaming not really focusing too much on the things that were spoon-fed to me through the media. And by daydreaming, by simply looking out the window every day, hour here, hour there, with really no purpose, your mind starts to receive information and then process it in ways you didn't know were possible. See, the world is about keeping you busy so you can't change it. Sub-pop culture is about making you aware of this so that we absolutely change it. Because if we don't, it just gets worse than it is right now. So we have to start winning the culture. And one of the ways that we're going to win the culture is when we get wise to the idea that we must give people something to judge instead of think about. So how can we on the right achieve this? We're always being suckered into making people judge the temporary when we really want them to judge the big picture. The big picture is where the folks on the left 
sort of have a reality communicated to them. And the little picture is the little gulag that they have the right in because we don't ever ask people or give them something real to judge. Look at it. Donald Trump was taken down by the judgment of the people. And so our reaction to that is, oh, that's how it works. Okay, then let's get them to judge Joe Biden. Well, everybody is not going to do that because once they've committed to something and they've made a judgment, they're very, very hard to pull away because their judgment is really inspired by layers and layers and layers of manipulation, false information, heartfelt, heartstring pulling narratives that are all sliding them in this direction that is away from getting to know the details of how things work. So we have to get into the judgment business. You know, in the Bible it says that Jesus will come back to judge the living and the dead. It doesn't say he's going to come back and consider. It doesn't say he's going to come back and think about it for a long time. It says he's going to judge. So this truth about the human animal, this truth about the human spirit, is manipulated and used to the advantage of the left. But independent artists are the only ones who are going to be able to put up something clear, juxtaposable to the left, that can then be judged. And the judgment has to be against the entire narrative, the big picture, not just one-offs. When I tell you that all politics is narrative, I truly mean it. And it was proven again this week. And if you didn't react to the story and you've been listening to this podcast, you'll know that when the truck carrying the lab monkeys crashed in Pennsylvania that it was almost instantly drawn as a comparison to Outbreak. And this is not an accident. This is intentional. The people who own all of the stories and the intellectual property that have been gobbled up and swallowed by the, the handful of corporations that run our culture look at those stories as a toolbox of ways they can harass, frighten, terrify, cultivate, push you around, make you react. Look at the life this story has had. Every story is designed to take up about a week or two of your time focused on that instead of something else. And so about a week ago, this woman helped some of the monkeys that fell out of their cages and got away, and now she's got pink eye and she's got uh, some illness. And having that in the news triggers people to remember Oh, this is just like Outbreak. Uh, how scary. What's next? There's nothing next. It was probably an innocent accident. But the toolbox of story exists, and you can be made to have a fearful uh, memory of something. And almost like your mind when you read words, because I spell a lot of things wrong because my mind goes really quickly and fills in the blanks. Your mind will fill in the blanks over spelling errors, and your mind will also fill in the blanks when it comes to narrative. And so you won't think, ah, you know, there was an accident, and pink eye's pink eye, and yuck, that lady touched some animals. Instead, and the folks who run the media know this, your imagination will fill in the blanks and say, this is like outbreak, holy shit, we're all going to die, this is the next disease, when none of that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
but you can be made to believe it will happen because we've already had the backdrop well-established and ingrained in our heads for two years. So think about this. If we ran the movie business, if we ran television, if we owned every story you've ever seen under the sun, and we uh, wanted to mess with the public because only a handful of us had our hands in this box of stories, think of all the wonderful ways we could turn this culture into a positive thing instead of a panic attack week after week that's really a distraction. We have the foundational stories to do that. We have the great moments in the great films and television that everybody remembers as peaceful and uniting. And those comparisons are never made in real life because they don't agitate and they don't increase your ability to get angry and click and share. You know, the way that Red was helped by Tim Robbins' character in The Shawshank Redemption is a beautiful friendship and one that should be referenced anytime there's something good that happens where two people in a bad situation help each other get out of it. What a beautiful movie that is because of the friendship of those two characters, Andy Dufresne and Red. That's what I'm talking about. To take this journey into the culture requires us to throw water on everything that's inflammatory, everything that agitates. For now, we will get back to a place where we can raise the roof and have fun, but we have to readjust the game table. We have to turn it around. We have to track in another direction, and we can't let it be run by an algorithm because an algorithm will know when you've had enough and it will suddenly populate your feeds on Facebook, on Twitter, on whatever social network you're on with things that are going to erase that agitation temporarily so it can have the subject changed and you have something else put in front of you to get mad about. And then there's the deliberate pictures, the deliberate memes that are, you know, populate things at all the right times. Look at these kids in the hood helping out this old lady. Those are wonderful, amazing little stories, but they're being operated by a computer system. They're not being run by us. They're not being reiterated by us. People say, I like that. I love that. But they spend all their time talking about the darkness. And so it increases the darkness. Perception is reality. The goal is always to keep your perception focused on what's best for the system not what's best for you. And the system could care less about you, but it loves the people who operate it. And it takes care of the people who operate it up to a point. Then it eats them alive as well. So we really do have a long journey ahead of us, but I feel that it's beginning. I feel that people are starting to see the con and they're really starting to understand the importance and I know this sounds strange, but of ignoring the bad things. Unless it happens to you personally, you must ignore it. Okay, something bad happens and there's a GoFundMe and this person is, they raised $200,000, you find out it's a scam. Just ignore everything, except what's locally available to you. Go help somebody locally. Go to a food, sh a food shelter, 
uh, pantry, uh, donate clothes, goodwill, all those things are 1,000 times more helpful to your common neighbor and your fellow man than any of these little stories that we share on social media that have the shelf life of about two minutes before they're replaced with something awful. Because social media is not going away. It is the way we all connect now. It's the way I keep in touch with so many people that I probably would have never kept in touch with. And I like it. I enjoy it. So this playing field doesn't go anywhere, but it is programmable by us. Don't let anyone tell you different. It's programmable by us once you realize what you click on tells the algorithm what to give you more of, what to give you less of. Yeah, we all know we're being listened to, and if you talk about uh, how much you like um, Yahtzee, suddenly you'll get ads for Yahtzee games on your social media feeds. That's part of advertising. That's not going to go away. And it also hears you when you say all your political stuff, so stop saying it. It also hears you when you talk about how you don't trust the government, so stop saying it. Believe it. Keep it inside your heart. Come up with a code language so that you kind of can have a look between people that says, yeah, we don't trust the system, but we don't have to say it because the system needs to know nothing that you're thinking. It needs to know what you want it to know so that it will react to you. Reprogram the system with your clicks. Reprogram the system with what you share. Make those attempts to distract and make you react useless and futile for the system. Take those punditrat accounts that are constantly dragging you by the nose to dumpster fires and saying, look at this. Don't look at it anymore. It's burning and it's on fire and you don't need to stare at it. You need to turn around, look across the street, see your neighbor, see your friends, and say, how you doing? Do you need anything? You guys good? Great. And build these little bridges between ourselves because we're not going to go over the media and build a big giant bridge. We can't go one-on-one -on -one with the system. We have to build the bridge that we can build. And that's with your neighbor. That's with the people you meet every day in real life. Keep that thought in your mind. How many bridges can I build today that bring more unity to me and the people around me? because we're all running around like scattered nodes on a system that is corrupted by a virus. And we really have to get rid of it. And it takes focus, and it takes understanding that the little tiny wins are available, but they quickly build up. So stop letting people prevent you from going for the little wins when really you could fill your basket with them much faster then you can fill it with the gold, the fool's gold, that the system pretends to offer you.
head up on my head I forget every single word you said Word you said I was fool's gold for you I was fool's gold for you See the zombies in the foothills Those madmen trying to get a thrill Get a thrill See you.